We told you about Gaia Provides a couple months ago. Gaia Provides is back. They are a holistic small batch company crafting quality, lab-tested, hemp-based health and wellness products for pets. Kaplan, you've been giving it to Pancakes, Kaplan. Pancakes the dog over the last few months. How's she doing? Yeah, she loves these. Uh, I give her the beef liver flavor, the ones for small dogs. Um, And I give her a half a treat in the morning, a half a treat at night, and she loves them. They're delicious. She always barks for them. Uh, she's a, she's a, you know, my dog's a little dog. She's a mental patient. I like to say she's a lovable mental patient. So she's always, she's always, uh, stressed out, neurotic, just like me about something, but these, these make her chill. They calm her down. Uh, she does, obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair. She has a lot of, uh, discomfort, uh, naturally. And these definitely help. Uh, I definitely see, a you know, she's has a high quality of life because of, uh, we take good care of her over here and these are a key part of our daily routine. So we love guy provides over here in the Kaplan household. And all these products, Cap, are THC-free. They do not have THC, which makes them safe for your pets. And I know Pancakes is always scared of all those fireworks you have in Long Island City, Queens, right there on the East River. They're shooting them off all the time. How's she doing with the fireworks once she yeah. takes this guy it provides? Yeah, when I used to be, I used to dread fireworks. I used to dread loud noises and thunderstorms. Um, but now I just enjoy them because when I give them to the pancakes, this makes it, like I said earlier, it makes her calm, makes her cool, makes her collected, makes her just sit there and enjoy life. So these, Look at that. Uh, I love, you they can have these enjoy drops. fireworks again. You can enjoy America again. You can enjoy <laughs> freedom again with Gaia provides everybody check out Gaia provides and use our promo code lost L O S T for a great deal. That is www. G-A-I-A provides P-R-O-V-I-D-E-S dot com. And and then just so you know, they also have on top of the treats, they have these little drops you could put in the food. So if you, you know, if you wanna you, you can get if they don't like the treat for whatever reason, these drops are also delicious. So guy provides. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento. I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 234. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Miguel Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. Buy my album, Turner Sparks, live from the Friars Club. Just put up tour dates. I'm touring from September through the first week of December. Vegas, Northern California, Texas, uh, Alameda, which is also in Northern California. I don't know what else. Oregon, some other places. Oh, Oklahoma, North Carolina, all I don't know. Other places. That's me. Uh, Kaplan. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram, on all social media platforms. Twitter, everything. Twitter on the podcast today. We have Oscar Montoya joining us in just a minute. We're talking about Columbia, the country, not the university people. Settle down. And about the everything that's going on over there. There's protesting. They're going wild. We're going to find out why in just a minute. But Cap, before that, pay the way. Listen, people love this show, but we're not seeing it through the Patreon subscriptions. Mm. If you love us, not, give us some cash. Rough. Yeah, you know we're getting. I've had I've had more people this week than ever before tell me they listen to the pod who I didn't know. 
like I had like a, hand, a, a lot of people to this podcast, Lost in America. And you know how many of these people are Patreon subscribers? Let me guess. Zero. Not zero. And zero. No. zero. We don't care. Stop telling us you care. listen unless you're giving me. us money. Yeah, I, do, I don't want to hear that you like this podcast. I don't care. It's a worthless opinion unless you are a Patreon subscriber. We don't subscriber. need freeloaders. <laughs> no, I don't know why. You're insulting me. Do you me. think if you ride the bus for free and you tell the bus driver, hey, I love this bus, he's going to say driving. Great. No, he's going <laughs> to say, give me 50 cents then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you, in fact, if you told me you didn't like this podcast, then I would forgive you for not subscribing to Patreon. But if you tell, <laughs> tell me you love this podcast and you still show. don't want to give us money, you're just telling me I don't want you to succeed in life. But Patreon.com slash lost in America for everyone still listening. For everyone who hasn't tuned out in the first 30 <laughs> seconds, patreon.com slash lost America for five bucks a month. You get Kaplan and I doing a 30 minute comedy show three extra times a week. I was, I think I was saying previously that's 15 shows a month, but it turns out there's not five weeks in a month. So really it's more like 12 or 13. No, that's probably why we're not getting subscribers. People, they, they, they get confused by the 15 show thing. Three. I also no. said recently, we're doing 12. That, uh, Talladega Motor Speedway. We said on this air, on the show that it was in Florida. Turns out it's in Alabama. So we're not good at a lot of things. <laughs> we don't can't afford a fact checker though. So <laughs> maybe we will. If we get a few more Patreon subscribers. Believe it or not, I can never call you on where Talladega is. I have no clue. So, but yeah, you didn't. They're you thought the racetrack was called Talladega Nights, which is the <laughs> name of a movie. At least I knew that the I, racetrack was just called Talladega Motor Speedway. Anyway, let's get to today's episode, Kaplan. <laughs> uh, okay, Columbia, they've been protesting. It's been in the headlines for a couple months. And yeah. like all Americans, it takes us a while to get – you have to see a headline, they say, seven times before you know it. That's, that's in advertising, right? You need to see it seven times before you <laughs> So now we're there. What do you know about this protest, Cap? Yeah, you have to keep protesting until the Lost in America gang coverage is what they say now <laughs> around the globe. And I know, you know, I know, you know, Colombia is one of those places that's kind of was becoming trendy among at least people around here to go visit. Everyone was telling me I've been to Colombia, go to Medellin. It's amazing. Yeah, it was the I new a, Cabo. It was becoming. Yeah. And I, I have a friend who's Colombian. who was telling me just last year, right before coronavirus. You got to go to my country. It's so much safer now. There's places in the country that I didn't used to go to growing up. It's amazing. And then I'm starting a book. I'm ready to travel again. I'm ready to book trips. What are we going to do? And then I, I see it's, it's, it, <laughs> there's protests have been going on for two months. It started with a, a tax. Uh, they started to raise taxes, which is never a good idea during a pandemic, right? Would you agree it's bad leadership? Well, let Seems me like say, so the head, what the headlines tell yeah. me, it was confusing immediately. Normally it's yeah. cut and dry. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. But the problem is they said, yeah, the headlines were like the, the president wants to raise taxes. But yes. what they said bad was move. the point of the taxes was to benefit the super, like add UBI, universal basic income, add Yang the gang, amount yeah, of people UBI. who are allowed to get universal, universal basic income. I guess during the, during the whole last year of pandemic, there's 50 million something pe uh, country, people in the country. Only 3 million were getting UBI from the get. We're getting any type of money from the government. And he said, hey, I'm going to add 1.7 more million of you. Good news. 4.7 yeah. million will now get it. But, but we got to pay for it. But someone has That's to pay it. for it. So he's raising taxes. Yeah. And because he wanted to raise taxes, the country went bananas, uh, which – I want to find I don't know where everyone stands on this because that I mean, I, I it, it seems on one hand, yes, you want to help the super poor. But on the other hand, you're adding you're adding a lot more of stress. these countries. Yeah. 
They have a lot of, and then they, there's been a lot of violence. There's been a lot of, we, we've seen the headlines here of people, a lot of uh, police violence with the protesters. So a lot of people have died. People have disappeared. So it seems like no matter where you're saying you could stand on the issue, we don't want that. That's no good. I think so, everyone agrees yeah. that police shouldn't be killed. <laughs> everyone people. agrees, right? Most no, people, that's, not that's everyone. Not a controversial take right off the bat here. But, um, so, but yeah, they like started they, on they, April 28th. The protests are still going. And now there's we a think. group. We that's think leading on, the right? protests. What? Yeah. Kaplan. There's a group called Oh National Strike Committee. So now there's like a committee that's leading the protests. And that's when you know you're real. That's when you know you're a movement is when you have a committee in charge. You know? Yeah. In yeah, my co-op they, board, they have a committee <laughs> that runs our apartment building. And that's before the committee. You're just a bunch of loose parts. Anyway, that's where we are. Should we bring in Oscar and find out how well yeah, we're we should doing find so out far what's going on in this country? Yes. Oscar Montoya, Spanish Aki presents podcast on the Earwolf Network. Um, also UCB, uh, based out of Los Angeles from Columbia originally. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Oscar? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for doing it. Pretty good information so far, I'd say. Yeah. We're nailing it. Oh, I I said off air to you that I watched another podcast because I was nervous about how much I knew. (laughs) And their first question to you was, where is Columbia? Yeah. yeah. We're going to do better than this. I'm going to ask y'all then, where is Columbia? Uh Uh-oh. As Kaplan said, it's in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) It borders Venezuela. It's the the highest... in South America, it's the one that connects to Central America. The skinny yeah. Part. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> the skinny oh, part. Central, Central America is the skinny part. Exactly. Yeah. Central I know America by, is the I skinny go, part. You knew that. I don't. Yeah. My top <laughs> topography education is, is very limited. It's mostly fat and skinny. Parts of, con- <laughs> parts of countries and <laughs> continents. So, yes, Colombia is the part that connects mm-hmm. to Central America. Okay, now, now I'm. I'm going to ask you a, a, another question. Oh, boy. And that is, Follow up. how do you spell Columbia? Oh, should I go or you want to go? I, I would love to hear C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. Did I get it right? Say that again. C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. Is that yes. the trick? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Correct. Yes. I would Captain, not have gotten that. Actually... I would have gone with the U. Yes, a lot I watch of soccer. So I think that's spell why I got it with it. No. the U. Well, a lot of Americans spell it with the U. And, uh, I just I'm going to go on record saying that that is the incorrect way of spelling Colombia. It's C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. It's named after uh, Christopher Columbus. But in 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 Spanish, it's (laughs) shout out. Shout out to the cancel that country. King colonizer Christopher (laughs) Columbus. Yeah. Problematic country. Seriously. But it was originally called um, La Tierra de Colón. Colon, Columbus. So it's C O L O. We don't, we're not the university. We're not uh, a place in Canada. We're not uh, in South Carolina. We are in South America. Columbia, so. South Carolina. I forgot. I did a video. I did a video where I talked about being Colombian and being an immigrant. And on the lower third, uh, they said Columbia with a U. And oh my God, I got roasted so fucking hard. And I was like, I had nothing to do with the misspelling of this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, but they they will come for you if you misspell Columbia. Oh, I'm looking at my oh, show notes so right safe. now. I just take notes to get ready and I have it a U. It's a U all over the place. So. <gasps> Turner, mm. change it. Cancel my notes. 
I got to be honest. I probably wrote, I probably made notes using the U2, but when you said it, I thought about it. And I said, I've seen it. It's the O. So I probably, mm-hmm. made, I probably guilty of that mistake. I'm so, a terrible speller in general. Oscar, so. did you know that I, I live in New York City now? I, I, from what I read, you lived here for a bit, but you're I in did, California. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Cal, I grew up in California. We stopped oh, wow. celebrating Columbus Day. I want to say 1992. <laughs> I'm going to go with. And they stopped celebrating Columbus Day in New York City. Never. They still celebrate this Columbus year. Day. That is no, wild. Next year coming up, we're canceling it. That we can't be true. It's very true. I was in. I was when I was in elementary school. They changed it to uh, uh, Chavez Caesar Chavez Day. Wow. Oh, see. Look yep. That, okay. So yeah, California. Because they just got rid of. Well, they didn't change it. They got rid of Columbus Day, and mm-hmm. then Caesar shot. They like added Caesar Chavez Day to. to so we still got there a day off. There's wow. no Italians in California apparently, because in New York, the the Italians. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I moved, yeah. I moved to New, New York. York. People I are like dressing in, up as pilgrims and Native Americans. You know what um, I mean? I moved here in Ugh. 2016, and then hey, everyone's like, last, no. "Hey, Turner." <laughs> What are you doing for Columbus Day? I'm like, what are you talking? That, that holiday doesn't exist. And they're like, no, we still have it. I'm like, you guys are like 30 years behind the time. I mean, honestly, truly in New York, I feel like uh, Christopher Columbus Day is also known as like Italian American Independence Day. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like so, a hate a crime if you try to cancel it. And that's why I know how to spell the country of Colombia and you don't, though. So look, I guess something good came of it. <laughs> how do you spell Chavez? <laughs> Ooh. c-h-a-v-e-z is that okay right? okay okay the c's or the a comes first like the salad or no <laughs> C-A. so yeah. how did but we yeah. do with the uh so so yeah these protests are happening yeah and they started because of the tax is that right um uh kind of yeah i i would say that well, was the catalyst but i think there was a culmination of a bunch of stuff that uh made people really pissed off you okay. know, and the tax, this confusing ass tax was yeah. the biggest, uh, I, I think was the biggest spark. But actually, it was like the combination of this tax program and the cutting on the healthcare reform that really made people pissed off because it wasn't just a lot of people think that it was the tax, but it's not just the tax. Okay. So, freaking Duque. The president. The president. The president. president, not the pitcher for the Yankees. Old can I ask this DK. question? Right. Before we, yeah, exactly. Before we get into Duque, his middle, from what I read, his middle name is Duque. Is that correct? Is, well, his, his okay, his, so in Colombia, you know, Latin America, <laughs> Latinx <laughs> people go. have like 7 million last names. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, Duque is technically his like last name, but um, in in Latin American countries, people have like two last names. You know what I mean? And they usually go by their first last name. Yeah, he's the Duque Marquez, one. but in all the, they'll call oh. him Duque. No one calls him <laughs> President Marquez. No one. Okay. Oh, they're Duque. both strong Duque. names. So yeah. Right, right. right. But actually, you know, Duque is commonly referred to as Pepo Pig in Colombia um, <laughs> because people, first, people hate his ass. People has ha- have hated his ass from jump. You know what I mean? He's a very complicated character. Well, not really complicated. He's just problematic as fuck. So Duque, a.k.a. Pepo Pig, a.k.a. Porky. And I hate <laughs> Peppa Pig the cartoons, so I can relate. As a oh, see, parent. so there you go. So there you go. <laughs> it's a um, annoying cartoon. He is, he, um, people don't like him because, I mean, he's... <laughs> He was essentially groomed by the last uh, president Uribe, who was this like 
super conservative um, dick. And Duque is also conservative, far right. And in his presidency, his candidacy, while he was like trying to be president, he kept <laughs> shitting on the progressive or not even progressive. It was just like the left leftist uh, candidate um, saying that he was like, oh, he's a communist. Do you want this country to be socialist? Do you want this country to be like Venezuela? And that is a triggering mm, word for Colombia. Sure. That's the big word. Yeah. Venezuela. You know what I mean? Like we're neighbors. We don't get along. We have a history of like not getting along. And right now Venezuela is in shambles. So like as soon as he's like, this is going to be a second Venezuela, people were like, no, we ain't having that. So they voted for Duque, even though Duque won his presidency, not by a lot. I yes. think he won like 53% of the votes. Like it was like very, very close. And this was so, 2018, right? 2018. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So people weren't happy with Duque period. Also there's allegations that he's tied with like the cartel, the narcos over there. Um, so there's a lot of shady shit that's been happening. Uh, just like straight up shady, shady, shady King Duque. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Duque releases this tax, uh, uh, bill uh, i think it's called bill yes number 10 um that you you're correct extends the amount of people who are getting help from the government by 1.7 uh million but that's really not that much number one right. yeah there's 50 million right, in the country we, am i right on that Somewhere yeah that i mean uh, there's a lot there's more and, and, and <laughs> more we read people the, the pop the poverty rate is like 40, 50 percent. So it seems yeah, like it's not it's covering bad. all the people who could it's use like, it. It's like it's like scraps. You know what I mean? So then people are fighting for this. We don't know who's getting this assisted uh, aid at all. Um, it just feels very sort of just like, I don't know, like a Band-Aid on a freaking opened gash, you know? Yeah. So that's that, that happened. And then number two, well, also the tax was really affecting the working class. Really, I mean, that's, so people were pissed. And number two, while he was doing that, he also released um, this like health reform that was gonna cut down um, like health work, like um, like assisted, uh, uh, like sort of the healthcare program. In oh, the, and the, the, timing, gonna... the timing couldn't be worse because we pandemic. were with a yeah. you know dealing with a global pandemic you know what i mean when i was reading about this that was what was confusing to me cuz i was reading about it and it kept saying health reform which in my head means more stuff for health right no, but actually no. it means it, less he stuff. meant less less and like expediting the billing process of a uh, lot of so you get hospitals. your bill faster. You get your bill faster, <laughs> and then no, no one I, likes that. You're getting. Hey, less I had a heart attack money. and got the bill three years later, so I kind of it's kind of better to get it faster because <laughs> you're ready to pay for it in the beginning. But, yeah. but you don't want to get a second heart attack right away either. Right, you don't want to get it while you're still in the hospital. So yeah, exactly, can't be too fast. Exactly. <laughs> I need two for one discounts on that heart attack cap. If you just in case yeah. you have another one. Maybe you get like a fifty percent <laughs> off on the second bill or something. Maybe there's a refer a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've got some friends. Yeah, good idea. We know a lot of people <laughs> who are about to have heart attacks, Oscar. I know a lot of slobs who are stressed out. So, yeah. This is New York City. A lot of hot dog Yankee yeah. game people mm -hmm. yeah. that are one step, one, they're one jalapeno popper away <laughs> from a heart attack. But so he was so, so, his, it, reform, so his reform means no good. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, people weren't happy about it. No. 
And the taxes you were saying on the working because it was uh, it was like a value added tax. It was like yeah. it was like consumption taxes that would affect people. Oh, who something are, to do with you know, food, everybody. right? It would make food cost more. Like way more, like exponentially more, like ridiculously more. And so the working class already didn't have money because unemployment rate was at an all time high because of COVID. Right. And so you're tacking on another ridiculous tax. But for what really to add one point seven million more people to this like welfare program that the majority of Colombians aren't even seeing at all because it's such a tiny number of people that they're actually helping and they're not helping them by that much really. And then you have this healthcare thing, which is okay on strike two and then strike three, it's fucking Duque. People already dislike his ass already. So people were pissed, pissed. Yeah, it was uh, $43 a month, which I want to ask what that is. Is that still nothing in Colombia as well? Not, no, it's $43, you yeah. know what I mean? Nothing. It doesn't it's do nothing. much. No, no. Not at all. For so, 3 million people. And I could see how, like, if it's only 3 million out of 50, you might not even know a single person who's gotten this money. Who's literally. qualified for this. Literally. Right. That's right. what they're saying, right? So, like, you're already taking on, you're already suspicious of your government. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's <laughs> honestly very much mirrors to what <laughs> what's happening here. You know, yeah. you're already suspicious of the government, what they're doing, you know? It seems very sort of like, they're doing some shit over there behind closed doors and you're not really sure. And then they tell you like, hey, listen, we're working for you. Meanwhile, you're like, I, I haven't seen it. I'm in the most need and I don't see any of this stuff that you're telling me and I have to pay more and I'm already at the poverty level. Nah, you're pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people were, were pissed and they took to the streets, you know, specifically in the Southwest uh, corner of uh, Colombia, which is where I'm from, actually. Uh, so I'm from Palmira, Valle de Cauca, which, uh, I mean, the closest city is Cali, which is where all the shit started, where it went down. Yes. You know, so uh, people were really pissed. In Cali, they, they did a massive protest, and then Bogota followed suit right after. And then immediately after that, they made a law, a cur- essentially a curfew, being like, there's no gatherings outside. And uh, they master masqueraded it with like uh, COVID. The, uh, yeah, exactly. Of like, oh, it's COVID. No one should be outside. Uh, and no one listened to that bullshit. They were like, hey, that worked like no. maybe a, a year, year ago. ago. But we all know <laughs> that outside's fine now. Yeah. Yeah. We read the latest papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So people so already people were pissed. They took to the streets. They shut down the streets, lied to them saying like, oh, it's COVID. So. Yeah, obviously people were going to be upset about that. So how did he think? Because I read that um, he they kind of planned. He knew going in that Duque knew going in that people were going to be protesting this. They, he was like preparing from what I read. They were the government was preparing for protests. Yeah. So what did he think the result was going to be? Well, he well, I think pe- I truly honestly think that people he thought that people were going to be mad, but they weren't going to pro. I, I don't think pe- he thought people were going to protest. I think because also like people have been protesting Duke since 2018. As soon as he got into office, there was people- a protest in 2018, right? Yeah, I was going to say yes, about that 2018, too. 2019. Yeah. Listen, Colombians protest on a yearly basis. It's like. They love to gather and they love to be mad. You know what I mean? And they have every right and reason to be mad, you know? Um, So the fact that he was like, I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. The fact that he thought like, oh, 
People are going to be happy about. No, no, dude. No, 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 no. He just thought like they protest me, but they always protest me. They'll get over it. Exactly. Yeah, they'll be fine. Like they they won't be that mad. They'll be mad. But, you know, whatever. We'll, We'll we'll survive this. So he didn't try to sell it in any way like we need to. You know, unfortunately, we don't want us to raise taxes, but for the like explain to everybody why he was doing this or just like ram it through and. This man, no. Just like, this man, yeah. this man. So nice no, no, style. No, no, no. Charisma, he does not have. No, does no, not he have, can't. No. no, 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 no. He can't do shit. No. Mm-mm. So he, uh, so then the protests start in late April, yeah. and by early May he starts rolling back all these ideas, all the all these things he pushed through. Right. Yes. Yes. So you know he he sees. Um, that people were uh, protesting and he saw the amount of people that were protesting. And so what he did, uh, like a true coward, uh, made a speech saying, uh, oh, uh, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to pull it back. You know, sorry. Egg on my face. I feel really stupid right now. And then he doesn't do it. People were like, okay, cool. We wait like a full month and a half for something to happen. Oh. Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happens. People are still getting taxed. So he straight up lied to the people. Oh, he didn't roll back the oh, tax so he bill. Did. He said think, he was yeah, going to do it. it. Oh, I he said he was going to do it. This is a story where yeah, even what no, we're no, no. reading there's been so many holes because Kaplan and I were researching this the last few days and we're like, well, I don't understand what the pro, I mean, I get that you're mad, but if he's taken all these things back, like what's going on? So the point is he didn't, he said he wouldn't, it never happened. No, he said he would dragging his feet about it. And then he just never did it. And then that's when the protest started escalating, you know? This is okay, like, so I yeah. had a contractor upstairs who's doing <laughs> renovation on my neighbor's place. And I told him one day, I was like, Hey man, it's so loud. It's been loud for like a month. When are you going to be done? He goes, good news. I finished today. And then the next morning at 7 a.m., I hear like bang, 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 bang. And I went up there and his team was like, oh, no, we're not finished for like two more weeks. Yeah. So imagine that contractor being the president of your country. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, that boy. Sucks. And yeah. what's he so it's so what's he saying now? He's just hiding. He's literally hiding. He's hiding. He's hiding and then just like making, you know, the, the the crazy, oh God, oh God. The wild thing about this is, you know, people obviously took to social media during all of these protests. I'm sure that you read the atrocities that the fucking police force has done yeah. in his name. You know, people died. You know, pe- yeah. people were sexually uh, harassed and abused, you know. Um, the videos that you've seen, I don't, it's so funny because no one really talks about it, but like all these videos of these protests on the street and the police just literally open fire shooting at people. Like it's a fucking massacre, you know? Um, Like all that stuff. But like, you don't see that because the Colombian government has shut down any sort of social media stuff about the Colombian protests. I remember a while back, oh my God, this was early May when I found out about the protests and I was uh, taking on social media to talk about it and all of my posts were taken down by Instagram. Really? Really? Yep. You know, you were based, you were in LA? Even, yes, even if I was based in LA because they were searching for a, for a, a hashtag. I think that I don't, I actually don't really remember what the hashtag was. I want, I want to say like, Somos Unidos or something like that. Somos something um, that I used 
to bring awareness, it was all taken down. All of it was taken down. Wait, so the Under Instagram guys, is, they- and Facebook are in the pocket of the Colombian government? I mean, I mean, hey. I shouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where, cartels, where you been, babe? They where sent you the been? cartels up to Zuckerberg's <laughs> office with a bag of coke. Now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's wild. And so, and also in Cali, they shut down the internet for a good like week. Like people Whoa. didn't have internet because they, they didn't want people posting about shit that was going down. You know, we've had, vi- I've never thought of this, but we've had videos we put up just different topics every once mm-hmm. in a while, like Myanmar or something or Belarus, whatever. We hit on something that YouTube doesn't like and then YouTube demonetizes that video. Whatever. I okay, don't know so oh, yeah. explain that. What, what does that mean exactly? So it means like if we put these videos up and mm-hmm. uh, you can make money off, if, if enough people watch right. it, if millions of people watch this, you can make money off of it. Which but we have, of course. YouTube has the right I guess whenever they want to make it so people can watch this thing, but because of content you said huh. in it, they can't make because of controversial content, they can't make money off of it. And it's one of those things where you get, you'll notice you get way less views on that video. So they'll let you know, right. we won't allow you to make money off this video. Well, you know, it's just really? like you, uh, the algorithm, you know what I mean? Like it funnels, you know, they, it funnels stuff that they want you to see. You know what I mean? But You're not going to see poli- every- like we're talking politics in other countries. So I'm wondering if that might have similar what, to what happened to you. 100 percent, especially yeah. uh, to ties with America, because like, listen, the U.S. and Colombia, they are uh, they've we've had a fucking crazy ass history together. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like the U.S. That war on drugs. We're the well. U.S.'s bitch, essentially. <laughs> you know, like we have been forever, you know. The drug trade was very lucrative back in the day, you know. So the USA is stupid. So they're going to protect the Colombian government at all costs, you know. So we need the coffee too. Yeah. Well, I saw we need need the coffee. I love my Dunkin' Donuts Colombian. We need the coffee. It's good coffee. Juan Valdez (laughs) coffee. Have you had? Have you guys had that? Great coffee. My favorite. I think my grandma drank it when I was a kid. Colombian coffee. He's old. My lot. My in, in my, I always drink my when I drink my Juan Valdez, it's always in a number one in Armenia mug. Nice. <laughs> you can nice. get it at uh, lostinamericapod.com, everybody. By the way, Kaplan thinks our website's lostinamerica.com. <laughs> he keeps getting it wrong every time we promote on the show. So, yeah, we got to get jacked up one it's, way or the other, and Colombia's taking care of it, right? Whether it's coffee, whether, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're getting my two favorite so what, drugs. What so. is the U.S. government? Because I know I've already read the. Um, Duque was somehow aligned with Trump, the Trump administration. Yeah, he promoted does it Trump in who Florida. Our is? Or does like where's Biden stand on this? Well, well, I mean, it is. Uh, where does Biden? Well, where does Biden stand in this? I mean, he's <laughs> lately very. <laughs> I mean, come on, Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Uh, sleepy Joe, is. very Sleepy Joe for sure. Um, I think. With yeah, he's a big Trump supporter because he's a conservative. He's like a far right conservative. Which is interesting because he's tricky because they describe his party he's a member of is described as the voice of the center. So I got suckered in for a second thinking he was a centrist. So I read more about him, but uh, not at all. Yeah, no, I think like also with South American countries, like the leftist party or the socialist party leans a little more Democrat. It's not as, uh, you know, why i guess wild as uh the u.s is i guess but even the u.s the democratic party is what the fuck the democratic party is a centrist party truly you know um but i think yeah 
it is he is a quote unquote centrist, but he's also mm. traditional conservative far right. But well. does like a lot of times in the United States, when we look at Central America, South America, mm-hmm. we care most about stability, which means who are whoever can be our puppet. Right. Yeah. I mean, historically, we, it doesn't it's matter. Tale, it's a tale as old as time. I don't think it matters if we have a Republican or a Democrat in office for that specific outlook. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, you know, historically speaking, we have we've had a beef with the U.S. for a while. I mean, it's the reason why we lost Panama. The Panama Canal was ours, you know, oh, and then the U.S. was like, no, nah, babes, we taken that from you, you know, <laughs> and we were like, oh, OK, you know what I mean? We let him have it. So we're pissed. We, we pissed. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our relationship with oh, the you U- guys, are, you hold a grudge for a long time. Yeah, we're bitter. <laughs> we're bitter. We are bitter ass people. I mean, that's a lot US. of money in that canal. <laughs> Hell that's yeah. True. Hell yeah. You know, it was ours. Panama was ours. The U.S. showed up and was like, nah, you, nah, Panama, you free. And we're going to add. But you know what? We're going to take we're this go- canal from you, too. It's ours. Wow. We doing the trade here. So, you know, we were bitter for a long time. But then, you know, back in the and then the U.S. solidified relationships with the with Colombia back in the 80s. 90s uh and so now we're still bitter but we'll we'll do what the u.s wants us to do i guess (laughs) well so i want to get into we're going to take a break here for a second we got some sponsors to get to but um a lot more when we come back just a second so okay we talked about our podcast network oh and we should announce we're doing a live podcast uh, with the whole network, it's just the tickets are on sale now. Stand Up New York. Go to StandUpNY.com. The show is July 31st at 6 p.m. Because, listen, Oscar, a lot of audiences, you know, a lot of audiences ask, when does this show, it, when does this show begin? Our, ass, uh, our audience asks, when does it end? Because we have a very old yeah. uh, <laughs> we got We got an audience of people who want, or they have an audience of people who have other things to do. Saturday I was going to say, listen, they want to do so. You have a very busy and active audience. Yes. So yeah. 6 p.m. start. We'll be, I, we guarantee we'll be done by eight. You can be in bed by nine or you could be at like whatever, a club doing, you know. Yeah. The sun so might still be up by, by the time it, it's over. So that's It's good. our entire uh, round table of our, all of our blowhards on our network are going to be there. So you're going to get super smart. You're going to go to the club, the bars afterwards, and you're going to have lots of factoids to tell people. You're we're doing stand up <laughs> perp- and then we're yeah. doing a round table. Bring your questions. Any question you have, we will answer on stage. Andrew Heaton, Andrea Jones-Roy. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan doing doing stand up for his third time. He does once a year stand up. Once usually. a year, once every other year. It depends on the depends on the heart attack situation. And, <laughs> and then me. So go to uh, Lost in America, Lost in America pod.com or World Smartest Podcast Network.com for all that. Now, a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you so much. These people come good in sponsors, we, we, good, we very good sponsors, dynamically inserted. We never know who they are. So we just say <laughs> just, they're, they're all, they're all great. They're heroes. So when did you come? When did you come to the United States? I showed up. I was here in a, while you were celebrating Chavez Day. Uh, I was still in Colombia. I came here in 1994 um, oh. when I was 12 for the World Cup. All right. Time for the. World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Columbia. <laughs> I don't follow sports. Sure. Well, I don't even know what the fucking sport the World Cup is. Wait, what is that, hockey? The, the, 
in in uh 94 it was the u.s the u.s no no columbia was like had a badass team in the world cup that yes. was happening in yeah. la yeah. yeah, we had Balderrama. We had who did we have on that team? I don't. Well, we were we were looking at each other. Wasn't that the year of the own goal though? Just to that clarify. was that was the year that yeah. the other Escobar guy scored an own goal, and then and then he that was that year. Oh, yeah, I believe so. Yikes! One of my okay. soccer blowhard parts. Points. He was unceremoniously murdered at a bar a couple That's, days. Later. I mean, people really care about sports in South America. Yeah, especially, especially people who gamble a lot of money on it. I <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you came in '94, mm-hmm. and uh, with with family. I mean, I, I I don't know. Yes, with family. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I was a little immigrant child. So, like, I'm from Palmira. Like, uh, how do I describe Palmira? Palmira is a tiny, tiny, tiny little town. Not a lot of people lived there. Um, where I lived, we didn't have any. <laughs> we didn't have paved roads. Uh, our house. I kid you not, faced a landfill. Um, that was where I, that was my playground. That's where I like hung out. And uh, I played, <laughs> I played with literal carcasses. <laughs> oh, really? And now it did- yeah. Me and my cousins would play house in this, like, there was this like weird cinder block fireplace in the middle of this landfill. And we would like, that would be our house. And we would play with like the dead animals and be like, dinner served. Like that's what we would do. <laughs> we would run away from hornets nests that were just scattered everywhere. We would like pick up toys um, from a landfill and be like, this is our, I mean, it was very that. It was very like, save the children ad. Like that's, that's where I was uh, raised. Whoa. So your parents yeah. were like, you we got to scare my kids straight. And tell them what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you to Palmina. I think Palmina has actually undergone, I think most of Colombia has undergone a huge sort of um, cosmetic change throughout the years. And it's a lot better now than it was when I was a child growing up there. I, I'm sure there's paved roads in Palmira now. What <laughs> changed? Was it government change? Um, I think, yeah. So like back in the 90s, uh, uh, 80s and 90s, Colombia was a sort of like shady little place that people still cling on to this like archaic idea of Colombia being like, am I going to get kidnapped over there? Am I going to die? Whatever. Like uh, that has changed because tourism has blown up. You guys have mentioned earlier in the podcast that like Colombia is the hot spot to be in right now. And that's because yeah. of the tourism a of, trade. A lot of American douchebags like to go to Colombia now. 100%. <laughs> like I, a lot of my friends in order, you know, well-seeming white people will tell me and be like, I love Medellin. I love Cartagena. <laughs> uh, and truly those are places I've never been. I've never been to a major city in Colombia ever in my entire life. Uh, I don't know that part of Colombia. I don't know the shiny little happy uh, touristy white folk part of Colombia. Yes. I know the fucking slums, you know what I mean? That's, that's where I'm from. So uh, it's funny to me. It's like, great. You know, Colombia better than I do. You know, like these people, like, <laughs> have you been, sure, do you go, go back or have you been back? Since I haven't years? been back since 1998. Wow. Um, okay. So I, I have not been back. I've been wanting to, I've been planning to, um, I just, I just haven't. I also like truly don't know this, country. I, 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 you know, it, it's not an embarrassment to say like, oh, I don't know my own country, but I truly don't. I know a very specific part of my country. Um, and I don't know most, I've, again, I've never been to any major city. So like, I don't know what Colombia really looks like. A lot of people tell me these wonderful stories and I'm like, cool, must be, it <laughs> must be nice <laughs> to have grown up in a really nice part of Colombia, you know? 
but I, I would be curious to go again. Is there a reason why you haven't gone? Uh, money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> money. Listen, yeah. <laughs> after this episode, yeah. it's, it's everything. We're all blowing up. We're all yeah, going Hopefully YouTube use. lets us monetize so. this episode. So <laughs> you can go weekly. What's the, uh, <laughs> but you pay attention to the, you follow the news down there. Do you still have family there? I have family there. Yeah. Most of my family lives in Columbia, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I do. I mean, that's why I still follow the news. I don't follow it like all that well, but you know, actually these protests have uh, reinvigorated my interest in what's going down in Columbia. So and you know, I, know, the, I know the big, big stuff, but. Uh, what do the protesters want? Like what's their end game for this? Because obviously they want him, they want all those things he said to be over. They want to overthrow to him. They want him okay. dethroned, uh, this guy, you know? But oh, also you- the, other, the other thing that I'll add about the protest that to me was fucking hysterical in a shitty way is that the, cla- the only clapback Duque had for these protests was <laughs> that he was like, these protests are funded by Venezuelans. Oh, yes. You know that. what I mean? Like the, people yes, were saying like, oh, yeah. yeah, these Colombians couldn't have organized this this well. Like the Venezuelans are behind this. And this sort of like Venezuelan scare that is his strategy. It's like, fuck, some people never fucking change. You still pulling yeah. that stunt from 2018. Well, if it worked in 2018, you know, why it, not ba- it, it barely worked. It barely worked. <laughs> <laughs> he was know, barely I, a yeah. president. <laughs> So what do they? So if they want to overthrow him, I mean, he did get legit. He he did get elected democratically elected, right? And there's another right, election. Right. He next got votes, year. and there's another election in a year, right? Yeah. So are people willing to just wait, wait, wait it, wait it out a year? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like people are like, no, hey, I don't think people want to wait at all. No, I think I think this is like the. All right. Well, we just had to cut. I, I don't know exactly where we left off. What we were talking about? Uh, COVID stuff. Was that? Oh what we yeah. Were yeah. So the response yeah. has been pretty slow. I mean, if also the thing I feel like with the U.S. is so much stuff is not necessarily forgiven or swept under the rug, but maybe a bit once the vaccines start rolling out, people were like, "Hey, we're back, baby," and yeah. a lot of issues can get to pushed to the side for a little while, right? And if mm-hmm. you're not in one of those countries and it's, and you're seeing it happen in other countries. Right. And you're just sick of not more, working like, and this. not doing. Yeah. Is there any way to get him out? Um, besides having him just step down from pressure? Um, I think it, mm, I think other places have to be involved. I think the United Nations is sort of just oh. like overseeing what's happening right now. They're not really doing anything. But is the really. violence like yeah. the police violence? Is that, like, are they under his, whose orders are the when the police don't because these are in different cities. So can it tie, be tied back to, to Duque or is it just? Yeah, I think so. You can't, I think because so. that's where because yeah, otherwise he's not yeah. really, you know, because the government is what pays the you know what I mean? The the police force. So. Right. But when when the police do something bad in America, we can't say, well, it was, you know, the president's fault. So true. Oh, we, we wouldn't have can, a can, can, Well, we do? could in one can instance, we? we could. Yes. We wouldn't have a <laughs> one unique instance. Yes, that was the case. Yeah. They did storm the Capitol, I saw, or the uh, Capitol somewhere, right? In Colombia, there was a storming of... There was, yeah. yeah. They're taking notes from us. That's the new thing now. We, like, invented a whole new way of well, protest. This is what I was going to ask. <laughs> is this something we invented, or has this been happening all along? We're just noticing it now because I... we also did it. 
It would be a very American thing mm. to take credit for this. That, I was going to say, honestly, that's very worst. on brand with America. We export know? all of our worst things. That's our, that's what we've done forever. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so uh, your podcast is your podcast in Spanish. It's not, it's, it's, uh, it's mainly in English. There are some Spanish elements to it, but um, no, we just talk about uh, it's a Latinx comedy podcast where we talk about the Latinx experience in the United States. So um, it deals with like being being part of an immigrant family, being like first generation Americans. Uh, yeah, stuff that affects a lot of Latinx people in the US. Cool. Is there a Spanish language? I know there's a Spanish language comedy scene or there's actually like many. There's like the Southwest, kind of the Mexican American one, you know? Right, 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 right. And yeah. then there's just like people, like we have uh, friends who are from Dominican Republic or whatever, who's, who can perform in Spanish who don't have much to do with that other scene. Does improv mm -hmm. work the same? Does improv work the same? Is there is there an improv, like Spanish language improv scene? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Spanish Like You Present started off as an improv team. Um, the reason why we became a group was because uh, I was doing a lot of stuff at UCB and I was very tokenized back in the day at, at Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. I was the only like uh, POC, specifically like the only Afro Latinx person on a team. Uh, and a couple of us got together and we start we formed a, a group called Gringos, which is half the team was uh, fluent Spanish speakers and the other half were white people that spoke remedial Spanish and we would do Spanish speaking, Spanish language improv with them. Oh, it was very fun. It was very great. It was like a, a, a blast, truly a blast. And then a couple of us started like breaking away from the group being like, why don't we just like form an improv team, the four of us. Uh, and then we did out of frustrations of being like, tokenize at the in the improv scene yeah um and so we started with spanish hockey presents um and then we did our own show which was a variety show at uh, upright citizen brigade at the sunset theater and we sold out immediately we were like oh my gosh we didn't even realize that there was like a latinx audience in an, a comedy improv space we were like what I thought we thought we were the only ones, you that's know, cool. and so yeah. then that sort of spiraled into like, then we started getting like huge acts to come perform at our live show. And then after that, Earwolf approached us to be like, would you be interested in doing a podcast? And we were like, yes. And then the podcast has been so great. We were able to get really great guests like Pitbull. We had Pitbull wow. uh, that's <laughs> awesome. episode. You know? I was thinking, I, I thought you'd say like a comedian. We get comedians, but come on, we got Pitbull. Pitbull. Are you that's way bigger we yeah, got we, we got level. mr worldwide yes <laughs> okay so yeah and it's it's been going going really great and it's what's really cool about um the podcast and spanish hockey presents is that we've been able to connect with other latinx people a lot of latinx activists in los angeles that are trying to unite you know, the Latinx uh, uh, culture in uh, LA, which is really, really cool. Because I, for me, you know, I'm gonna say this as like an immigrant, uh, I didn't really have that sense of Latinx connectivity. I always saw myself as like Colombian right. and like the sense of Colombian pride and like Colombians are so different from Puerto Ricans that are so different from Dominicans, Ecuadorians, all that stuff. Yeah. And we sort of existed in our own little monolith. Right. Sure. And what I learned moving to Los Angeles um, was that our experiences are connected. You know, we can be from totally different countries, but our experiences being immigrants living in a foreign land, uh, 
the identity of being like American and also Latinx is what unifies all of us. So the idea of like uniting instead of separating us is much more powerful and much more progressive. It's going to get us to, um, you know, have political equality in the United States, you know, if we all act as one. Yeah, there's more similarities and differences. Yes, for sure. I mean, it's the same. I was uh, was telling you off air, I lived in China for 12 years. And there, like, when you're in Asia, everyone, not only are they obviously their own country, their own culture, but there's like a lot of at odds with each other, you know? But then in America, my wife is Chinese and she's now, we've been here four years and like getting into like the Asian Asian broad scope mm-hmm. culture in America. It sounds similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, I think also there, there's something really weird about, I mean, cause listen, there's a lot of history, you know? I think especially with like Asia, there's a lot of history between like China, the Philippines, Japan, that's yeah. like, like very, you know, like not great, you know? Same thing sure. with Latinx countries, you know, Venezuela, Colombia, you know, Ecuador, Venezuela, like there's been a lot of like, animosity between those countries so we've been conditioned yeah to be sort of like oh we are our country that's where our pride is and like we don't fuck with these other south american countries you know but when we come to america which is just a different playground altogether we're like wait no 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 we need to unite right we need to come together we need to see our connective tissue we need to like see our differences and celebrate our similarities you know uh and like raise each other up in order to make social change. That's cool. That's great. So what do you see for Colombia? Like, what's the best case? Obviously, well, I guess best case scenario for Colombia would be that this on these ongoing protests take down Duque. Yes. But what is is the um, one one question I was going to ask is because we were reading that some of the protesters are upset about the return of like the violence between the um, is it the FARC? Was there? FARC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like there was like a peace deal, right? Several years ago, but yes. Duque doesn't does didn't support it. Can you explain that a little? Because we're a little confused by that. Is it? Is it a? So I'm not totally 100 on this on this, but as far as I know, uh, a while ago there was okay. So FARC is like the the guerrilla sort of like right movement, paramilitary right? guerrilla exactly 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 exactly. And so like that was the. So the government used the FARC really to be like, oh, the reason why there's so much kidnappings, the reason why there's so much unrest is because of the FARC. So uh, the paramilitary is responsible for kidnapping these Americans and asking for money and like all that stuff. The U.S. government got involved and sort of made a piece. I mean, honestly, that's where the tourism aspect of Colombia started to rise because the U.S. got involved and was like, y'all better make peace. We're going to dismantle the FARC. The FARC is going to go to sleep. They won't be so active, right? And so Colombia can prosper to the country that it that it is. And it was fine for a while, but the FARC was never really dismantled ever. Their right. approaches are different. They're not like fucking, I mean, I, I'm g- generalizing here, but they're not like out kidnapping everybody as they did back in the 90s, you know? Yeah. But- I think also the the clapback of people being like, oh, the FARC is active again is a fallacy. I mean, they've been active. <laughs> they've always been. Oh, who we can. So they didn't really completely lay down their arms because I, I understood there was something to do with the president. He didn't like the deal that was struck. So exactly. He wasn't implementing parts of it. And now they're blaming him for an increase in violence. 
some some because it seems like there's different shades to the protest. Well, they're saying that he, yeah, they struck a peace deal. Was it 2016 or is that too late? Was that's it what we read? No, no, no. Yeah. I think that's correct. Yeah. I think that's, that's right. Correct. 2016, they struck a peace deal. He came into office in 2018, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, I don't care. I that wasn't a good peace deal for us, so I'm going to arrest those people anyway." And he's going around arresting these people. Right, which then leads to them doing more violence. People were pressed. Yeah, but I think. But I mean, are are we surprised? Are we surprised with Duca? It seems like Duca just wants to do whatever the fuck he wants to. Yeah. Right. So there's a whole list of different different. He's igniting people. So I'm trying to say of like different grievances together to just. (laughs) Yeah. So he's 100% against him. Yeah. Worst case, do you think he can't run again next year? Yeah, I he couldn't run again. I thought it was the term limit. Oh, he he's going to find a way. Right. He's going to find a way. I that's, I, that's the fear. I promise you oh. he will try to find a way. He'll try to find a loophole or what's even scarier, which is exactly what happened with Uribe and Duque, which is that he's going to groom somebody to be his little mini me, his minion, and then put that person in office. So then he'll be the puppeteer. Like Uribe yes. is Duque's puppet. He's yeah. going to be... The and by the way, he's else. only 44 years old. Yeah, he's like apparently the youngest uh, president Colombia's ever had. Especially for like a wild, like a uh, right wing guy. Usually young. I don't know. Like growing up, it always not. It's, I guess it's not the case anymore. I mean, listen, we got proud boys. I mean, come on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They come in all shapes, sizes and ages. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's uh, I mean, what? How old was uh? You know, like Hitler wasn't that old, you know, like you don't have to be <laughs> in the, I think he was in his I don't think he was 40 when he came, how old was he to came to power? Was that old? But they're gonna bring yeah, that's that's I guess the fear that he because isn't there some school of thought that he could in kind of if the protesters get too out of control, he can almost spin it the other way and yeah. benefit in the election, or you know, I have to stay in power to you know, yeah. I mean, he's trying that shit that he tried in 2018. The whole Venezuela tip. It was like he, he's he's really trying to spin it where he's not taking the blame for the protests that are happening right now. Where did the one term thing come from? Do you know? Was it is Columbia always been one term? No, no, not at all. I, okay. I and truly. I have no idea where it yeah, came from. Yeah, you can from. say you don't know to any of these. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a new I truly thing. have no idea. I think they actually did, which does make it easier to change if you just put it in. I think they put it in like 2015 or something. Yeah, right? it is very oh. new because oh. the residents have, there have been two terms. So it's easy to break a rule that's much easier than an older rule. So, right. Yeah. So right. I could, yeah. That we'll could have to come it. back well, to this next year. Oscar, Oof. thank you so much for doing the podcast, man. Great to oh meet you. Oh my gosh, you. of course. Yeah, very nice to meet y'all. This was yes. fun. And uh, that's it, Kaplan. What should we do? Que lastima? Oh, no. We say, get lost. (laughs) Get lost. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co